0: Welcome to Light the Lamp here on Ducks Stream, presented by Gettle. I'm your host Alexis Downey. Exciting news: Gettle is now the official HVAC partner of the Anaheim Ducks and the Honda Center. Keeping things cool on the ice and warm at home. Gettle, your trusted HVAC and plumbing partner. Visit Gettle.com/ducks for exclusive promotions. G-O-E-T-T-L. We make comfort easy to spell. Coast to coast, nonstop action. Oh, This is the premier source for National Hockey League news. Scores, highlights, and the Anaheim Ducks. It's time to light the lamp with Alexis Downey. Let's welcome on to light the lamp now San Diego Gulls head coach Matt McElvain to catch up on all things San Diego up to this point in the season. Matt, it's so awesome to have you joining us today. How's your week been going?
1: Uh, thanks, Alex. It's been, it's been great. Um, we have one of these blessing weeks in the American Hockey League where all of a sudden the game load uh, moves down, and so we get to really switch focus into development, which has been a lot of fun. Um, we got an opportunity to take a little rest, which our guys definitely needed, uh, and then we had development coaches and skating coaches in town. Um, we got to invest quite a bit into practice time, and I think these are the kind of weeks that um, we can really utilize the American Hockey League.
0: It's been interesting for you guys recently too, because you did have that flood in your arena that week you were supposed to play Bakersfield, but you ended up having to postpone those games. They were rescheduled for March. Now, did that give you any time to also, you know, take a little bit of a rest?
1: Yeah, exactly. I I think we took a little different approach (laughs) when the floods were coming, because we didn't know how fast that was going to change. And so what we took uh, our approach for for that particular challenge was just to go practice and go practice hard. We tried to mimic as much of gameplay as we could. And our our guys were able to roll with uh, roll with the punches as, as easily as they could. And, um, you know, I thought we utilized that difficult situation as much as possible. And we say that the flood, you know, it washed some, some uh, of our bad luck away at our rink because we, we were able to have some success right after that. So it's good.
0: <laughs> A very unusual situation, but everything since then, you've been able to get back into the arena and it's been all good?
1: Yeah, the, the, I, I commend uh, the the Pachanga arena, the city. Uh, the cleanup crew, it was unbelievable how fast they got that turned around. And then I, I can't say enough about our staff. I walked in on the day that that we were there and, um, you know, our equipment staff was amazing to get us moved in. Our medical staff and, you know, even our, our strength coaches are on their hands and knees with uh, a spray bottle scrubbing to make sure everything's as good as it could be for the guys when they came in. And, and everybody did an amazing job to get those games going.
0: Oh, good, good. That's great to hear that everything is settling and back to normal now. But for you, I mean, this has been quite a train transition going to San Diego from, you know, being overseas, what has it been like for your family and yourself and how are you liking San Diego?
1: Um, we're loving it. Uh, my family's thriving. Starting with my kids. My, my son is in second grade. My daughter is four. Um, they're, they're loving school. Uh, they're involved in so many activities and, you know, moving to Southern California with the beach and all the great weather with weather. They don't know how lucky they've got it, but they're thriving with the transition. And uh, my wife, you know, I, I'd say that all the mundane things that are difficult with a language barrier in Europe, you know, are now simple and she's really enjoying it. And for me, it, it's been it's been awesome. This is a great new challenge. Uh, fortunate to work with a lot of great people and a lot of exciting prospects. So it makes coming to the work uh, to work every day a, a lot of fun.
0: Have you had the chance to get to see part of San Diego or Southern California? I mean, outside of I'm very busy, but just in any free time that you've had with your family.
1: Yeah, at the beginning of the year, we tried to explore San Diego. Of course, the the beach is uh, is always a hit with our kids, and and we've been to Old Town, and um, seems like uh, through Mason's travel hockey, we've we've gotten a tour around a little bit, and mm. the, the more you see, the more you realize how amazing this place is that we live.
0: Absolutely. It's so beautiful here. We're very, very lucky Uh, Mm. in talking about the Gulls team. Let's focus on where the team is at right now at this point in their season. Thirty three games played. Where is the group at? And, you know, what what are some of the areas that, you know, maybe you've been working on a little bit more, especially as you mentioned this week, having some coaches coming in.
1: Mm, uh, Growing. That's where our team is. It's we're growing. We're getting better. Um, You know, we we started our our season uh, after a great training camp, you know, from from Crow. Uh, We were able to try to keep some of that momentum and we were able to get a couple wins in our first weekend. And from there, uh, we had we realized where we really were. We had so many guys with so much to learn and so much to learn as a team. Took us a while to find a win again. And um, the exciting part through that process is. The university really brought our group closer together. Um, we were able to learn a lot about who we are and what drives success. And, and the fun part is, is that for us as a team, now we really feel strongly. We've got an identity that drives our play, uh, and we know what it looks like when we're on. We know what it looks like when we're not. We can correct a whole lot faster than we could before, and uh, it's been it's been really fun to watch watch how the team grows through through the tough times and to watch individuals, um, you know, as they're taking their own steps as well.
0: What would you say that identity is?
1: Um, we're hard to play against. Uh, when, when we're at our best, uh, we, we are in the opposition's face all the time. Um, we are, you know, to, to use one of Coach Cronin's terms, we hunt uh, what we should be. Um, that comes out in, in skating and uh, in physicality. And it's, it should be consistent. It should be all the time. And, you know, we're learning how to play smart with the puck as well to match that. Um, and it, it's exciting when it comes together.
0: You talk about just growing and seeing all the young players that are on this roster, 10 active rookies at this point in your season. How have you seen them adjust to the American Hockey League and professional hockey so far?
1: Uh, an, an immediate uh, shock somehow you know mm-hmm. some some guys would you, you train the whole summer uh, to be a duck and then the the time comes where uh, you get sent to the American League to to try to get a little better uh, as a part of your journey and for some players there's that emotional part at the beginning that's like hey I wasn't really planning on this or you know this it, you don't know about the league and you don't know how great the league is um, and so Oftentimes, what that sets up for, you know, somehow, some way is an adjustment period. And um, the American League is a great league. Um, The talent's extremely high. The teams are deep. They're well coached. It's competitive. Our division is is excellent. And uh, it's a big challenge. And so... It's amazing for, I, I believe, a, a lot of these kids, how many little things uh, go into professional hockey that maybe got overlooked uh, when you're a top scorer in junior or in college that that become vitally important to being able to have sustained success as a pro. And uh, each, each guy really has their own journey. Um, everybody's got their own things that they're trying to work on to become a duck someday. Um, but it's been fun to watch the group grow.
0: One of those rookies is Nathan Gaucher, and he came from a lot of winning in his young career, goes to the Gulls now, and you talk about just growing. What have you seen from him?
1: Uh, Nathan, first thing that comes to mind is A-plus character. So um, Coach Cronin likes to say that, uh, character is a window into people's ability to grow. And I think that is summed up by Nathan Gaucher. Nathan uh, is so excited to learn. Um, if it's, you know, just we mentioned this week, we've got our skating coaches in town. He's excited about it. If our, uh, our assistant coach is working with him on something for the penalty kill, he gets excited about it. If I'm coaching him on, on some detail, he's all in. And uh, that's Nathan all day, every day. And I think that's where, um, you know, where his growth starts. It's been fun, you know, to, to see from, from his side his evolution as a pro, and, and mm-hmm. to be able to you know, certainly one of the guys that um, got to feel how different uh, the American League is than junior, and the adjustments that that he had to make to get there, and it's it's been fun watching him uh, continue to take strides.
0: For someone like Nikita Nestorenko, he's coming from college hockey, spent a couple games with the Ducks at the end of last season. What have you seen out of his growth?
1: For Nikita, our, our big focus uh is is on trying to utilize his skill set um there's some things that he was able to um, do in college that drove some success that maybe won't work uh, as often in professional hockey, especially for him to be to accomplish his goal uh, to become a duck as quickly as possible. And so what we've had to do with Nikita is, is take a look at his strengths as a player. He's extremely fast. He's got a great length uh, and then be able to shape that into a package that you know he, he is able to bring his work every shift, his high speed, we call it hunt, track, um, and, and battle and, and, and to do it every single time. And what Nikita learned is to be consistent because uh, the college schedule is different than the American League mm-hmm. schedule. It's demanding to play at the level that he uh, wants to play at all the time. But he's learning how uh, that consistently unlock consistency unlocks you know, more opportunity for him.
0: Another rookie that I'd love to get to know a little bit more about where he is at defenseman Olin Zellweger. He is the team's all-star for the American league this season, just the fourth rookie in Gulls history to be an all-star. When did you find out about that? And did you get to share the moment with Olin or how did he find out?
1: So uh, I got a phone call from Rob DeMaio, our general manager, uh, just informing me um, and Kind of left it up to us how we wanted to break the news and um, we wanted to do it with the team. So we we honored Owen just briefly and right before a team meeting and uh, got to have the guys celebrate with him, which made the moment special. And uh, I I know that for him, he would he was totally surprised by it. He would usually deflect those kind of things to teammates, but um, it was a neat moment that he could celebrate with his teammates.
0: And he's been certainly adding on the score sheet this season, 22 points in his 32 games played. But as far as his two-way game, where is that at?
1: Yeah, it's it's remarkable how that skill set and the dynamic play uh, is able to translate so seamlessly from junior to college and, uh, excuse me, from junior to the American Hockey League. And the um, Olin has had unique um, a unique development plan where he's working on all the things in between uh, the gameplay where, you know, when we're transitioning from offense to defense, he has a habit that he loves to jump on offense and we have to be careful that we've got the puck for sure. And that's a great time to go. And when we have it, we want him to get to jump and get excited about joining and using his skill set. But when we don't have it, you know, to be disciplined enough to to hold back and understand that, that we can defend through structure. And, uh, you know, as a guy that's not, you know, six foot five, 230, he's going to have to be a clever defender and be in people's way all the time. And uh, that's one of the that we've been we've been working on with him and, and he's getting better at.
0: And just a reminder that we have exciting news. Gettle is now the official HVAC partner of the Anaheim Ducks and the Honda Center. Keeping things cool on the ice and warm at home. Gettle, your trusted HVAC and plumbing partner. Visit Gettle.com slash ducks for exclusive promotions. G-O-E-T-T-L. We make comfort easy to spell. Another guy on the back end, Trevor Carrick, he has been outstanding on the end of defenseman for this team. You know where he has been with points this season, just overall in the American League as well. But he's someone that is a veteran at this point. So how does that veteran leadership relate to all of these younger players too in the locker room?
1: Yeah, someone like Trevor uh, shows up every day with a, a smile on his face and comes to work. That's that's his. Um, Real personality and and uh that comes out on a daily basis. You know, Trevor um is very difficult to play against in the games. And, and I think when a young player looks at that and sees a guy that's had as much success as he's had in his career, um, it's easy to be able to pick up on that and, and try to emulate it. And, you know, with Trevor and, and all of our veterans, you know, part part of their job is to take the kids and and bring them along and put them under their wing and um help to show the ropes and and you know, we're uh, that, that's that's been a really fun uh, thing to watch is is how the guys work together to try to uh, keep growing.
0: One of those other veterans yeah. is Chase DeLeo, and just his return back to the team after being injured. How much has that kind of bolstered, you know, the team in general, just having his presence back?
1: It's too bad for Chase that he missed the time at the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. he he missed uh, last season uh, a big chunk of it with with a different injury, and was, I, I know he was literally chomping at the bit to get going again this mm-hmm. year. And disappointing for him that that we missed him for the start. Uh, honestly, disappointing for team as well. Um, Chase uh, has a wonderful attitude that he brings to every day. Um, he's an exciting player to watch with his speed and dynamic play. Uh, he, he's able to find ways onto the score sheet. Um, but, you know, bigger than that, you know, I think he takes care of, of young players real well and, and helps, helps to move our group in the direction we want to go.
0: How about his bobblehead that he had last weekend with the donkey? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I I had to get to the bottom of that. I guess the the donkey is, is like 30 years old. And Mm. he, I think he described him as like a, like a dog or like a brother to him, uh, where, where he grew up on a farm and he'll pull in the driveway and the donkey will run up and come greet him at the car. It's, it's pretty, it's a pretty unique story. I haven't heard too many like that.
0: That's amazing. What's the donkey's name? I don't remember. You don't remember. Okay. Okay. Just, Kind of going along with that, I mean, learning the different backgrounds of some of these guys, Chase, you know, growing up on a farm for you personally to get to connect with these the guys on the team, how has it been just getting to learn more about them off the ice what what they're like too.
1: Yeah, great question. I, I felt from from my last job, I was in year four at the same place. And when you're in year four and, and you've got a lot of the same faces um, for a the majority of the time you're at a, a different place with relationships. And when you come in fresh and there's so many new people around the relationship time, uh, part does take time. And, uh, for me personally, being able to connect with people and work together is, is something that I, I really believe in. Um, and like the relationship part is, is a part of my coaching I, and it does, it does take time You you can't, you, you can, you, you can Go out of your way to be sure that it gets accelerated, but building trust together does take time. And it's been uh, it's been a challenge at times, you know, with guys in and out of the lineup uh, and, and so many different players to be able to connect with. But it's, you know, by the time that we get here mid midseason ish, you know, game 33, I really feel like we have established those genuine connections with guys that will need to keep moving forward.
0: You talk about guys coming in and, the, in and out of the lineup. The team has faced some injuries this season. Obviously, I mentioned Chase Delia, but a couple others as a part of that. How has that kind of affected the way you have coached and just the, you know, the overall chemistry of some of the different lines on the team?
1: Yeah, I think chemistry of lines would get affected more than the way that we would coach uh, the the. Injuries are going to happen. They're a part of the game. Players understand it. You know, certainly by the time that they've turned pro, they've experienced an injury or experienced a teammate uh, that's had to go through that. So change is the inevitable in, in our sport and certainly in our league um, where there's so much movement, you know, potentially up and down guys, injured guys out. So change, change is going to happen. It's just about how we adapt with it. I think for us as coaches, we try to stay as consistent as possible with messaging. It sort of doesn't matter who's in or who's out. Maybe we have to tinker through a power player through uh, lines as we're trying to find the right fit, um, which has been a process at times. But uh, by this point in time, we feel like we understand guys' skill set and who may uh, fit together as best as possible.
0: On the goalie end, uh, you know, there's Klang and Sukunik and then also Staylock, who has been up and down with the Ducks a little bit. But how reliable have they been on the back end?
1: Uh Yeah. we are so fortunate to have three great goalies. There's some teams in this world that are fighting for one, and we have three great goalies that are fighting for one net. Um, the reality is that uh, early in the season, when our team had so much to learn and so much growing to do, we felt like our goalies were keeping games close, mm-hmm. and that that went on for for a while. And you know, we we got into a tough stretch as a team, and. Um, kind of brought on Thomas's time to shine where our team had grown quite a bit. And then Thomas was able to jump in and perform for us. Um, he's been, he's been, was honored with the American league player of the week. Um, and he's, he's been really stable since he got called up. Uh, Cali has been excellent. Um, Cali uh, has, was certainly holding the fort down for us at the beginning of the season when our team was really behind and had so much to learn um the goalie has to shelve a lot of that uh learning process so he was great through that and has really continued um, in a, in a very consistent manner here in the, in the last bit, I feel like he's at the top of his game. And, um, Alex is a really nice compliment with those two young guys because he obviously has a, uh, the NHL pedigree and great background, but for me, it's the way that he approaches his day. Um, there's some days he, he puts the kids first, you know, lets them go in the net and then he'll, he'll pull them aside and talk to them about something. And, um, it's been really f- uh, interesting to watch Alex mentor them. And it, it's, it's been a mentorship in the true essence of the word.
0: You mentioned just that the tough time that the team went through earlier, um, you know, in the season, what was your message to them through that? Because, you know, you mentioned, you know, winning and then learning to lose as well, but what was your message to them?
1: Our whole thing is just keep getting better. That That's the whole thing. And, uh, as cliche as it sounds it's really where you have to live um if, if you're living in the highest end of of the the league and you're you're just focusing on winning or winning a championship you know you don't want your mind on on winning all the time you want your mind on how you get the wins and and the process to get there it's the same thing if you're trying to find a way to win a game there was actually there were some games that we played so tight mm-hmm. um in that losing streak. And the honest goodness feel is, you know, because it had been built up so much, it sort of felt like a playoff game. And I'm sitting there behind the bench, like, hey, this is actually good training for these kids to be able to feel like that tight moment of really wanting something so bad. But really our focus through all of that is just keep getting better. And from an athlete's perspective, they want to feel a result. It makes everything feel easier. It makes the work feel worth it. Um, But as much as we could stay in that mode of just keep improving. That's where we try to live.
0: Would you say that's also the message through the rest of the season?
1: Yeah, I mean, our our message for the rest of the season is is we've we've got seventy eight points still on the table, and there's there's a lot that can happen mm-hmm. between now and then. Um, our players. Would be excited about making the playoffs like that's something that that we have talked about openly we understand we've got a gap that we've created for ourselves and our, our margin would be you know a little bit slimmer than some but that's what motivates us we we, we have a goal that we're chasing we want an opportunity to play in the postseason and maximize the skill set of these kids and, and learn that in the big moments. But, you know, for us to be able to get there, we have to just stay in that mode, just keep getting better. And then it's about, you know, for us as coaches and um, together with our team to be able to figure out what are those next steps and what, how can we get better and and stay on it consistently?
0: Matt, would you say that making the playoffs was something for you personally and your coaching staff? Maybe that was a goal coming into the season.
1: I mean, I want to win. I want to win everything. Like Mm -hmm. that's it's the only way that you you show you're playing professional sports. You just want to win, Mm -hmm. and uh, the I think it's the same for for anybody. And then you know the um part part of the season sets in where it's like, oh boy, okay, we've got a lot of learning to do. And of course, of course, you want to win those games along the way as you're learning. It's always easier to on the winning side. But you know what? That that wasn't our journey for for that point in time. There was so much growth that happened, even though the results weren't happening. And and sometimes when when you don't win, the pain hurts a little bit more. And so you're a little bit more excited about making changes. And so when you look at our guys from individual perspective or a team perspective, uh, the growth that these guys have made is undeniable. And it's uh I, I think some of that may be fueled by the pain of not getting the result. Um, and we're still hunting that that playoff spot. And I know it's a it's a ways away. We've got a few games in hand and a lot of hockey to be played. So um I, I think we will just keep trying to get better.
0: In terms of some of the stuff off the ice this season, any initiatives or as I mentioned, you know, you just had the country night last weekend. But have you been able to enjoy, you know, some of the other community initiatives surrounding the San Diego Gulls as you know, you're getting adjusted to being in Southern California?
1: Yeah, any any opportunity. Uh, I get invited out into the community. We, we try to take advantage of it. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, our Christmas skate was so neat. We, we had all the fans out and we were skating um, around palm trees, you know, with with uh, the biggest turnout that they've ever had um, for a Christmas skate, which was really, really neat. And, um, you know, I thought our front office staff did a great job putting that together. Um, got, got to go. Um, to to a YMCA event um, and and go kind of start to grow hockey. You see some kids picking up a stick for the very first time um, that haven't ever played before. And they're out there with a smile on their face and getting to enjoy our sport. Um, we've gotten uh, to spend some time at, at the Children's Hospital, um, just supporting families and just trying to bring a, a smile to someone's face that may be having a tough day. And it's been uh really um, amazing to me, the initiatives that the San Diego Goals put forth through the Goals Foundation. It's certainly a community driven team. And we know that reaching back out to keep getting the support is so critical for us. But, you know, as as the guys say, every time they go out in the community, they get more than they gave.
0: That's so wonderful to hear. And uh, I'm glad that everything is going well in San Diego for you. And the team is continuing to grow this season, Matt. Wonderful to have you on Light the Lamp and get all the updates on the goals. And hopefully we can have you back again at some point this season.
1: I look forward to that. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Light the Lamp. I am Alexis Downey. Come back again next time for more Hockey Talk on DuckStream presented by Gettle. And get your home cozy with Gettle Rejuvenation for just $129. We'll prep your HVAC for the season so you're ready to cheer on our ducks. Call 866-671-9822 or visit Gettle.com ducks. G-O-E-T-T-L. We make comfort easy to spell.
1: This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Street.